Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Woo! Woo! Let me do what I'm supposed to do. Good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my goodness. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh my gosh. Hey y'all. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning. Oh my God. Thank you, Father. Woo. The Lord is something else. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh my God. Father, you are so good. You are so faithful. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you, Lord. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. Woo. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my goodness. We thank you and bless your name. Good morning. Hey, Mayor. Hey, Mayor. How you doing? Hey, Jen. Good morning. Hey, Teresa. How y'all doing? Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you for always sharing, Teresa. I appreciate you so much. Um, you sharing the gospel. God appreciates you for sure. Um, we just, we do great things. <laughs> we do great things when we do them together. So I appreciate you so much. Oh, my God. Appreciate every one of you guys that always share. Hey, Jamika. Hey, Kedra. Hey, Nia. Hey, Katina. Hey, Pat. Don't. Hey, Uncle Frankie. The, um, Uncle. Uncle Frankie. Um, amazing man of God. Um, I remember. I was thinking about that the other day. A prophetic word you gave about me preaching the gospel to the world, and I just appreciate those of you. That have spoken to my life, um, that continue to speak into my life, um, whether you know it or not, when you have been um, called up to the ministry, Judah, get your person. <laughs> when you have been called into um, the ministry, it is not an easy feat. Um, it is not always as glorious as everyone says. I'm sorry, it's just not. Um, there will be hard days. Um, sometimes the warfare on my life is so heavy. <laughs> it just is. Um, sometimes the warfare on my life is so heavy. So encouragement helps um, so much. It does. It just changes everything. Um, when people stop and tell you they believe in you, when people stop and say, hey, I've been praying for you and this is what I heard the Lord say, like those things are big and those things are important. So um, I just I'm grateful for every person that has um, paused to speak into my life. I want to get into prayer. Uh, hey, beautiful. Um, hey, Doc. Um, it's just it's just good to have those that believe in you. Good morning, Kings. <laughs> well, we are back at the first day of school, and uh, my young Kings, my, I call them champions and prophets and priests, and I speak in their word. I speak over their lives in the morning. They are up and um, moving, so if you hear them this morning, they are back um, in the game, and we do life together, and we do ministry together. So I'm grateful for them. Um, 
they always encourage me my god usually before i'm on anywhere judah's words to me are preach like jesus Woo! come on y'all preach like jesus that's usually our cashier those are usually judah's words to me in the morning preach like jesus mama when i'm teaching bible study preach like jesus do me a favor go ahead and share the video tag your people in get them in we're getting ready to start in prayer welcome welcome courtney welcome thea hey thea good morning um, Thea, thank you just for all you do with, for the ministry. Good morning, Jeanette. Thank you. Hey, Cam. Cam, good morning. Um, good morning, Miss Pat. I'll see y'all later. Good morning, Shanquita. How you doing this morning? Good morning, Yara. Good morning, Tori. Hey, baby girl. Um, good morning, Lavenda. Good morning, Nia. Good morning, my Renaissance grandma. Huh? No, Miss Pat, I will. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, okay. Yeah, no, uh, don't forget tonight we will not have ladies' Bible study. Uh, my my uh director is in here directing telling me. Oh, thank y'all. Um, um boys, several people have said have a great year. Um they they are saying thank you. This is Josiah's um senior year. And he told me I could only cry three times this semester, so I guess this is my first cry. <laughs> it's Josiah's senior year, and we are rejoicing. Oh, but this mama's heart. <laughs> this mama's heart. Oh, oh my gosh. So this is his senior year. I haven't graduated, graduated anybody in almost 10 years. If you are new to the devotional, do us a favor. Drop um drop your name in the comments so we can welcome you. We are a community of believers growing in grace in Jesus Christ, right? And we pull strong on this community. We are not here. You are not here by accident. Um, <laughs> you are not here by accident. You are not, not here by accident. I promise you, you are not here by accident. So please know that you are here and you are important to us and we are so grateful to have you worship with our family. Um, let's cover our cities right now. Um, Josiah, y'all said be like Jesus and let me have seven crime moments this year. Come on, y'all. Let's get the uh, let's get the video shared uh, this morning. Come on. Hey, Ramonda. Um, oh my gosh. Hey, Katina. I think I said that. Hey, Julia. Hey, hello. Let's share. You can share your state if you don't want to share your city, but I definitely want us to get in position um and pray pray big pray bold over our cities you are the change agent for the place that you're located in right you represent pine bluff you represent lawton you represent little rock you represent sherwood you are there and that is not an accident right hey, good morning teresa so LaShawn. so when you're in your city union bowie wherever you are we rise in the authority of Jesus Christ. Woo! We rise as a united force today. We rise, Tanya, to cover Mesa. We rise to cover Newman. We rise to cover Little Rock. We rise to cover Mamel. We rise to cover Bryant. We rise to cover Pine Bluff. We rise to cover Memphis. We rise to cover San Antonio. We rise to cover Colleen. Like we rise to cover Ripman. We rise to cover Sherwood. Right? We rise. We we take the authority that's been given us in Christ Jesus 
through the blood. We rise to cover Civil Springs. We rise to cover Oak Forest. We rise to cover Philly. We rise to cover, come on y'all, um, Colorado Springs. We rise, we rise to cover Wardoff. We rise, we rise early. We rise big. Come on, we covering Las Vegas. Come on now, we covering California. My God, we got family covering Chicago. Come on y'all, we covering Naperville. My God, we have partners all throughout this world. So we rise big and bold this morning to cover our cities, our state, our nation. Father God, we thank you that the blood of Jesus is doing more today. My God, on our behalf, um, we thank you, Lord God, that your angels are encamped in our cities, in our states, in our neighborhoods, around our homes, over our jobs, at our children's schools. We thank you, Father God, that um, the full weight and force of the kingdom, oh my God, is being spread everywhere. We thank you, Father God. We're going to experience more of your glory today, and we're going to carry your glory into this place. Your word says for us to be salt and light, Lord God. So I thank you, Lord God, that we do not lose our saltiness, and we stand for our city. We stand for our nation. We stand for kids. We stand for our neighbors, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you're opening doors to be able to witness to those that do not know Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for souls being saved today. Father God, just because we're in the neighborhood. Woo! We thank you, Father God, for souls being saved today. We come against the spirit of violence in our communities, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that um, our youth have a tender and responsive heart. We thank you, Father God, that your spirit, my God, flows freely in our communities, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for the blood of Jesus, Lord God. We draw a bloodline around our city, around our state, around our neighborhood, around our schools, Lord God. We thank you in the name of Jesus that we experience victory like never before. We tear down strongholds. We tear down wicked imaginations. We tear down anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We come against desperation. We come against violence. We come against drugs. We come against anxiety. We come against fear in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that there is peace in our communities peace in our neighborhoods, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that each and every one of our neighbors has the mind of Christ. And Father God, you asked us to pray for our government leaders. So we pray for our leaders this morning. And we thank you, Father God, that our President Biden has the mind of Christ and our Vice President Kamala Harris has the mind of Christ. And we thank you that our Senate and our Cabinet has the mind of Christ. And we thank you, Father God, that those that will stand up in righteousness. And we thank you for a Supreme Court justice that honors you. And we thank you, Father God, for a government that's for the good of the people. And we thank you, Father God, for your holiness. And we thank you no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We thank you, Father God, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We're just declaring your word. Father God, we thank you for the resources for our communities and for our neighbors. I thank you, Lord God, that every mortgage is paid. Come on now. Every bill is paid, Lord God. Nobody will be foreclosed on, Lord God. I thank you that every business in my neighborhood, in my community, my city, and my state is prosperous, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for kingdom entrepreneurs. I thank you, Lord God, that you're opening doors that no man can shut. I thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that your hand can be seen, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that you are shifting things in the atmosphere, Lord God. 
I thank you, Lord God, for bringing new businesses, Lord God. I thank you for growing Pine Bluff and growing Little Rock. I thank you for job opportunities coming to our city, state, and nation, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for our community of believers that will serve, Lord God, that we will be so invested in our communities. We will be so invested in our neighborhood. I thank you, Father God, for the resources for the homeless, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, you're opening doors that no man can shut. I thank you, we are compassionate towards our neighbors, Lord God. Now, Father God, I want to drive out the spirit of deception. Woo! Anything that's been deceiving us, anything that's in our lives that does not like look like you, anyone attached to our lives, Lord, do not let us be deceived. Do not let us be deceived. We drive out deception right now in the name of Jesus. Any place we're attached to, Father God, do not let us be deceived. Do not let us be wise in our own eyes. Open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Give us more revelation knowledge of your word. We thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing. We thank you, Father God, we have eyes to see and ears to hear. We thank you, Father God, that you're opening doors that no man can shut, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for the favor of God. We thank you that policies, rules, and regulations are being reversed to our advantage. We thank you that favor goes before us and is our rear guard today, Lord God. But do not let your people be deceived. No demonic impressions, um, no cloudy eyes, no ears that can't hear. Lord, do not let us be deceived. Lord God, let the church have one sound. Let us remember that we are the church my God, that no church, no ministry, none of that belongs to us, Lord God. Let us be open as vessels, Lord God. Let us be on one accord, Lord God. Let your spirit flow freely through all of us, Lord God. Don't let any demonic impression be attached, attached to our life. Don't let any stronghold my God, that's attached to our life, deceive us. deceive us. Don't let any personality that's attached to our life deceive us. Do not let our past, don't let shame or condemnation deceive us, Lord. Open the eyes of your under, our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be so we can witness and experience more of your power. In Jesus' name, amen. I, I got up early this morning and I just kept hearing that, like pray against the spirit of deception, right? Don't let us be deceived in our finances. Don't let us be deceived in our marriage. Don't let us be deceived with our children. Do not let us be deceived. Drive out the spirit of deception. Open our eyes where we're not seen. Do not let anybody be attached to us that may be deceiving us. Um, don't let our emotions deceive us. Increase our discernment, Lord God. Let our discernment increase today, Lord God. Open up our spiritual senses, Lord God. Give us clarity, Lord God. Yeah, give us more clarity, Lord God. Do not, do not let us be wandering like the children of Israel in the wilderness. Um, Saturday, I taught um, something on the prayer call about how the children of Israel were wandering for so long because they were still so also attached to culture. Do not let us be attached to culture that's deceiving us, right? Don't let any demonic oppression, don't let the drawback to culture deceive us. As soon as Moses went into the mountains, right? And um, he was getting ready to get the, the tablet, the 
um, the Ten Commandments, they reverted back to their old ways. They were so attached to the culture. They were so focused on what was external. Um, we don't want to be focused on what's external. We don't want to be so caught to the culture. We don't want to be so caught up in religion, right? Because we can get caught up in religious works. I was um, thinking about that yesterday. Normally I have a rhythm of how I get up, how I pray, how I think things are supposed to be done. But when I got up yesterday, my schedule was different, right? Like I got up late, I slept in, like it was just a different process for me. And where I would typically flow in my day a certain way, that's not how my day flowed. And I was just, I was driving because I had to go drop the boys off and I was like, Lord, don't let me like, don't let me be so religious in my relationship with you um, that I'm creating this culture in which I'm missing you. Like I'm missing you because I'm determining this is what it takes for you. And you're saying, this is how I need to experience you in this season. Like we were like, don't let me be prayed Saturday. Don't let me be aimless. Oh my God. Don't let me be wise in my own eyes. Right. And so it's so easy to be deceived because this is what I shared with them on Saturday. That was so powerful. Um, when the, I, this is how the Lord showed me when we're walking in a circle, right? Walking in a circle, walking in a circle. And I call circles the demonic past. When we walking in a circle or we in a, a repetitive pattern or cycle, the enemy will lay something on your path. He will. That looks like you're not walking in a circle because it brings you a little bit of contentment because it's very external. It's very fleshly, right? He'll lay something on your path that looks like it's God. Like it looks like God is blessing you because whatever he lays or puts on your path, it's, it's very external, right? It's not an inside internal fulfillment. We are fulfilled internally in the things of God. We are not fulfilled externally, right? Yep. Um, God gives us the desires of our heart. Yep. We'll have some satisfaction. I'm not saying that yet. We're going to experience some good things here on earth. That's not what I'm saying, but how we as Christians are satisfied. We are satisfied internally first. That's the goal to be internally satisfied by the kingdom, internally satisfied by God, internally satisfied by Jesus. Like that's the way we were created to be satisfied first, right? That's, that's the real, that's the real. That's what you got to recognize. I was never created to be satisfied by my husband. I was never created to be satisfied by my children. I was never created to be satisfied. I was never created to be satisfied. I used to think that the ministry that God had, can I say that? No, nope, thank you. Yes, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Um, so we're never to be satisfied. Work is not to be satisfying us, right? We're not to be satisfied by the flesh. We're only to be satisfied by the spirit, right? And so when the enemy wants to keep us on the same circle and the same path so that we're in the same repetitive sets, we're in the same emotional state, we're doing things the same way over and over again. What he'll do is lay something on the path to satisfy us physically so that we continue to walk in that circle. And in all reality, we're still just circling or being sickle, right? But God came to disrupt cycles. Woo, come on. That was the whole point of Jesus. 
Jesus came to break those strongholds and to disrupt these cycles that have been operating in our eyes. That's why the Lord started season six with y'all start praying for the eyes of your understanding to be open to the hope of who you were called to be in Christ Jesus so you can witness and experience my power, right? So that my power, um, we, we started in Timothy and talking about a form of religion, a form of godliness, but no power. The, when you accept Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit is in. The power has to be evident, which means you should be constantly changing, right? You should be in a constant evolving state. Your world should begin to look different because here's what's happening, right? Here's your flesh. Here's your spirit, right? I'm just going to give it to you. Here's your flesh. Here's your spirit. And because this is your flesh and this is your spirit, when you accept Jesus Christ, you, you your spirit is here always. But I'm just saying, here's what your flesh is, right? Here's the spirit. When you accept, it's like a convergence. When you accept Jesus Christ, he brings you back in alignment, right? Because a lot of what we do, we do in a soulless realm. Your spirit, your soul, your body. Your spirit, your soul, your body, right? A lot of what we do in the crazy part is in our soulish realm. A lot of our hurt is experienced in our soulish realm. So the, the, the spirit is becoming the medium between the flesh and the soul. Like there's your spirit, right? Because we experience a lot of stuff in our flesh. Oh, there's so much I could teach on that. I don't want to get stuck in that. But when I accept Jesus Christ, then the divine alignment is coming into my life. I'm getting ready to be divinely aligned with who God called me to be. And nobody ever showed me this or taught me this. And I was reading this in Romans 8. So once I accept Jesus Christ, um, the first thing that Paul says in this chapter, because it's a love letter, right? The very first thing that he comes to remind us in Romans 8 is there is no, therefore, now no condemnation in Christ Jesus. There has to be a reason he brought that up first. He hit the condemnation first because he knows when we come in alignment, we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and the Holy Spirit gets in us. And Jesus told us in John 14, 26, he said, look, he said, the Holy Spirit is going to come and remind you of all these things that I've said, right? So the Holy Spirit is what brings us into alignment. We do not bring ourselves it's the Holy Spirit. You do not do this work yourself. You show up, you commit, you present yourself as a living sacrifice, but you do not do this work yourself. You got to take the pressure off yourself today. Take, take, take the pressure off. As a matter of fact, you need to tell yourself, I'm taking the pressure off myself today to complete me. Woo! Come on. I'm taking, a, I'm taking the pressure off myself to complete me. I'm not my own God. Like I'm not my own God. I'm taking the pressure off myself to complete me, right? The Holy Spirit will bring me into alignment. The Holy Spirit is going to remind me of these things. And then I'm going to renew my mind in the word. And as I renew my mind in the word, my, 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 my body my, is going to be quickened, right? My flesh is still there. My flesh is still ever present. But as I renew my mind in the word, the Holy Spirit's going to quicken me to this is the truth that I'm really supposed to live in. Woo! This is the truth that I'm really supposed to live in. This is the freedom. So the first thing Paul does for us in Romans 8, my God, I got so much I want to teach out of this. The very first thing he does is bring us into a new judgment, Woo! a new reality and a new truth. That's the very first thing he does. Because I know for a fact, Paul knew condemnation, shame, all of that stuff was going to try to flood in 
and say to us the opposite of what the Lord is saying. So Romans 8 is like this love letter, right? So the very third, first thing he says to us, once we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and there's this spirit alive in us, is the very first thing Paul puts on the table. Look, <laughs> y'all know I like to give it to you differently. Look, there ain't no condemnation. There's no guilty, all that is off the table. You, you're not getting ready to pay a penalty for your sins. Jesus did that. So for me, what that looked like was, Lakeisha, you're not going to keep punishing yourself for the mistakes that you made in the past. Ah, my God. You're not going to keep punishing yourself for the mistake. You're not getting ready to limit your potential by your past. That's the first thing it brought to me. There's no guilty verdict. There's no punishment. I'm in Christ Jesus. I believe in him as personal Lord and Savior. So condemnation, which really used to lead me, right? Condemnation used to even push me in my relationship with God. I wasn't having a relationship with God because I understood him as father. And I knew how much he loved me. Um, and I understood what he really did for me and Jesus. I was in a relationship with God because I didn't want to go to hell. And condemnation was pushing me into a space to have this relationship with God because I didn't want to go to hell. Because that's all I had ever been taught, to, to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior so that I don't go to hell. <laughs> Nobody ever taught that God was really trying to, that God loved me and was in pursuit of me, right? So the first meditation in Romans 8 is there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Like there's no there's no condemnation. There's no condemnation. So every condemning thought that wanted me to reject who I really was in Jesus had to come to a rest in the word of God. Like it has to, every condemning thought that wanted to reject who I was in Jesus, every, every, every thought that wanted to, every time I tried to press into God, come on, y'all been there. Every time I tried to press into God, every time I moved, tried, I tried to make a move in God. Every time I tried to pursue God, like every pressing thought <laughs> of who I was, what my past was, what I used to do. Remember, we talked about there is two of us, how I used to act. Every pressing thought would always try to flood and overwhelm me. Like, so when Paul asserts here, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. You're justified. You're pronounced. Christ's sin his, his death blotted out all your sins. Like his death blotted out all your sins. So there's no room for condemnation. There's no room for condemned thinking. Like there's no room for that, right? He says, there's no room. God's justice removed the ground for this. So then what I had to begin to recognize was the condemning, hateful thoughts that I had for myself. My God were not God's thoughts towards me. Well, the only way that I could do that was to begin to see the new me through God's eyes. And the only way I could do that was Romans 12 and two to begin to renew my mind in the word. Now, let me tell you something. There is, there is nothing easy. There is nothing easy about that. And sometimes when we first converted, we're so zealous and we're so, oh my gosh. You know, I'm saved. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. But when the word of God starts showing you, you a thief. When the word of God starts showing you, 
you're an adulterer. When the word of God starts showing you your broken places, right? When the word of God starts showing you you have idols in your marriage. When the word of God starts showing you, you you got religion but no power. That's hard. That's that's so hard. Like that's hard. Like I, I don't, that's hard. That's a hard place to be, right? But Romans comes back and tells me, and hey, Paul is like, but I need you to grab this first. That's, it's in that one. I need you to grab this first, Vanessa. I need you to grab this first, Courtney. I need you to grab this first, Kedra. Like, I need you to grab this first. There's no condemnation. You've been set free, right? It does not mean you do not deal with sin daily. You're going to deal with sin daily. You're going to deal with opportunities to mess up daily. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the penalty of sin has already been dealt with. So the work of the Holy Spirit is alive and you can be freed from the tyranny of sin. Satan does not get to harass you about sin. Satan does not get to harass you about your mistakes. People do not get to harass you about your past. You don't get to harass yourself about your past. <laughs> you don't get to harass yourself. So thoughts, those harassing thoughts, about who you're not because god always speaks to us in the terms of who we are and when conviction of sin comes in it's gonna still talk to us in the terms of who we are and not who we aren't right so when we get the when we get the the uh all the things that flood our thoughts about who we're not um or how ugly our heart is that's not what God is here for. He is here so that there is no condemnation. He wants to prove to you his love. And he did that through Jesus. And then the Holy Spirit reminds us, this is who we are. Woo! This is who we are. This is who we are. So I want to give you just a few scriptures today about what it looks like when we come into Jesus. Like, I just need to give you a few things that you can chew on after you've res resoluted. I'm resolved there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. That needs to be your marker. Number one, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Because I, we need to walk in a brand new you. We need to walk in another level of freedom. We, 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 it's time for us to walk in another space, right? It's time for us to walk into um, another freedom. The Lord wants us to experience free. He who the Son set free is free indeed. There's so much in that scripture, but that's 100% on this earth as well he does not want you shackled to shame he does not want you shackled to the penalty of your sin because those things are keeping you from walking in the brand new you Woo! come on now those things are keeping him from keeping you from walking in the brand new you second corinthians 5 and 17 says therefore <laughs> Woo! and anytime you see therefore it's there for a reason he says therefore if anyone in christ is in Christ. The new creation has come and the old has gone and the new is here. Today, Angel, take your little hand and tell your little self, your little old self, bye-bye. Tell your little old self, bye-bye, 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 That old me does not exist anymore. That old me, Josiah and Judah, does not exist anymore. The old me of yesterday does not exist anymore, right? That is gone. 
The old is gone. The new is here, right? I love in the book of Ezekiel because even though it's Old Testament, it speaks to the new thing that God wants to do to us. Ezekiel 11, 19 says, I'll give them an undivided heart. Woo! Thank you, Lord. He said, I'm going to give you an undivided heart. I'm, I'm bringing you to a place where you can deal with the condemnation because that's still a divided heart. When I'm walking around condemned, when all I see is condemnation, that's still a divided heart. The Lord is saying, I'll give you an undivided heart. I'll put a brand new spirit in you. I'll remove from you the heart of stone and I'll give you the heart of flesh. That's where he begins, Malisha. He gives you a brand new heart. He's going to take all that junk because our heart is what guides us, right? The scripture says out of the... Um, out of our heart flows the issues of life. So once we accept Jesus Christ, the first thing he can ready to do, baby, he can ready to give you a brand new heart. He's, he's going to remove all the idols. He's going to reveal to you the things that are not like him. He's going to give you a brand new heart. He's giving you a heart of flesh, not a stony heart, not a hard heart, not a condemning heart, not a heart wrapped in shape. He's going to give you a brand You got a brand new heart. Ah, God. I got a brand, you got a brand new heart. You got a brand, you got, when you accepted Jesus Christ, see your heart, you got a brand new heart. The first open heart surgery that was performed on you was when you accepted Jesus Christ. You got a brand new heart. That means there's a brand new you that's ready to be learned, that's ready to come alive, that's ready to experience the kingdom in a new way my god and then can i give you one more scripture isaiah 65 and 17 i want you to meditate this the lord is speaking and he says see i'll create new heavens and a new earth the former things will not be remembered nor will they come to mind the reason that we get into rome the reason that we get into um romans when we start renewing our mind in the word is so that god can pull i was watching myself this morning spiritually unpack this bag pulling god pulling all these old things out of me and then putting his peace putting his love putting his joy putting his self-control putting a renewed spirit in me i was watching me unpack all this junk out of a bag the former things will not be remembered and the new things come on y'all the new things will, the new things, the new things is what will come to mind. And that's what the Lord wants to do for us. Can I pray for us? Whew, that's so much. I got so much to teach this week. I got so much to teach this week. I need you to come back. I need you to invite your people. I got so much to teach this week about this renewed spirit, but there is no condemnation. God has given you a new heart. You have a brand new start. You have a fresh beginning. You are not the old you. The old you was left in yesterday. You got a brand, there is a brand new you and you cannot be afraid of the new you, right? You cannot be afraid. I was meditating um, Philippians 4, 6 and 7, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known before God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And I told the Lord, I said, I welcome to experience the new me that you're bringing me to. 
the new heart that you're giving me. Wow, my God. Father God, I thank you for this word today. I thank you. You're opening our minds to receive our new heart. Just put your hand over your heart. I thank you, Lord God, that you're opening our minds to receive our new heart. My God, that we got fresh revelation. <laughs> Woo! That the, the that the former things are dead and they will not come back to mind. I thank you for a heart of flesh that's receptive and responsive to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Whew. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ, can we start there with you? I know that the Lord is drawing you here for a reason, and it's because it's time for your new heart. And if that is you, I want you to repeat after me that I want you to send me an email, and we're going to send you some information so that you can continue to be discipled. Um, dear Jesus, I'm in need of a Savior. I'm asking you to come into my heart and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. Um, and we're going to send you some resources and materials. Remember, ladies, no Bible study tonight. Um, we definitely have the prayer call. Um, also, if the Lord called, puts it on your heart to partner with this ministry, our partners are how we continue to get the gospel throughout Jesus Christ. Feed the streets. We don't have feed the streets this weekend. Feed the streets is going to be moved to next weekend. But we put 600 meal kits out into the community. Um, we help single mothers um, relocate. We we help homeless people get rehoused. That's a large component of this ministry. If the Lord places it on your heart to give and to partner with this ministry, log on to the website, LMJ ministries.org and you can give there and you can find out all the ways thank you for saying that julia sewing into good ground you can find out all the ways um your resources go into the community i love you god love you ladies um pillow talk the weekend edition i really i i'm i'm trying to cut costs as much as possible we're not making any money off of this we're paying for food housing if you want to join us um, I dropped a new link. You can get it for, I think I've got it down to $399. I think that's what I can get it down. We've got it down to, to pay for the house, to pay for our food, to pay for our lodging and all our stuff. You can go on the website and get it for $399. Go ahead and register. We only have like a few of us that can be in the house so we can be COVID safe. But I know God placed it on my heart to do this weekend edition. So if you want to join us, go ahead and uh, thank you, Miss Sandra, for saying a good place to so. Go ahead and um, go ahead and get registered for Pillow Talk. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you so much more. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God through you. Um, I just am so grateful for all God is going to do for us this week. I feel renewed. I feel refreshed. I feel restored. Let me bless you. Father God, bless your people today. Bless the giving of your people today. I thank you multiplication and increases on their life, that there is nothing hindering them, that the favor of God is going before them and that you are their rear guard. I thank you for your hedge of protection. I thank you, Father God, you will bless the works of their hands. I thank you, Lord God, that every word that they speak out of their mouth will produce life. Give them a new way to see in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll see y'all in the morning. Live at 6 a.m. Invite somebody in. Um, love, peace, and blessings. I love you too, Lynette. Love y'all. See y'all in the morning. Peace. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, 
Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.